Hello, everyone. This is Myra with Talipuli's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. We're focusing on the joyful journey of life this year. Where we put our attention is where our energy goes. Where's your attention going these days? You could think of it as where my life is going. I often say, we're meant to feel well in life joyous and free. Not necessarily all the time, but this can be our foundational feeling. We might have our difficult days, but when the baseline is joy, then we'll naturally return to that state. Deep down, we know this, and that's what attracts us to Ayurveda and yoga. It touches something deep inside that wants to be expressed, our true nature. Last month, I was talking about our uniqueness, and I mentioned related tendencies. So today I want to talk about nourishing our bodies and going beyond the tendencies. So we each have our unique constitution, our prakriti in Sanskrit. And it comes with some tendencies, which means we're experiencing our vikriti, our state of imbalance, uh, at any point in time, on a daily basis. With the commercialization of food supplies and the approach of modern science and modern medicine, you know, eating really became a mechanical thing, just a necessity. And this was particularly in the, well, the, in the 20th century. And then as our societies became more affluent, we turned to eating as entertainment. In all of this, we seem to have forgotten what is real nourishment for the body, the mind, and our connection to ourselves. The more disconnected we become from ourselves, the more broken our relationship has become with food also. These changes prompted a linear approach to our health. Adding in today's obsession with tiny biochemical details of food has confused things even more. And when I say linear approach, I mean in the sense that people are often only thinking about one piece of the system, one piece of themselves. Instead of seeing the body, the mind, and the spirit as a dynamic creation where everything is connected. You see, each day and night, we're recreating ourselves. When the body, the mind, and the spirit are properly nourished, then the version that we create will be aligned with our divine nature. Think about that. Some primary points that affect this recreation, ones that we have control over, are the condition of our inner world and uh, what we eat and how we eat. When you eat a meal, there's a direct impact on your system right away. And then it takes 28 to 34 days, this is for a meal, to move all the way through the recreation process, you could say. 
making new body tissue and nourishing the body tissues, the blood, the muscles, the fat, the bones, the nerves, and eventually last in the process, the reproductive tissues. In other words, the reproductive organs. The nourishment process is not only made up of the content of the food, but how it's eaten. As we consume food throughout the day, we're having a direct impact on our mental, spiritual, and physical well-being. Meaning we have the opportunity to invite in well-being or dis-ease at every opportunity. So what did your breakfast invite in today? Then at night, there needs to be primary healing going on when pitta dosha, the fire and water elements, becomes active inside of us. It's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. approximately. You just think about it. You bruise or cut yourself. And overnight, it transforms and it's knitting back together. It's healing. So this is a recreation also. With enough good quality and quantity of sleep, nidra in Sanskrit, sleep, you process and you let go of the activities of the previous day. And then you can wake up refreshed. So this is also nourishment for your body, mind, and spirit. How was your sleep last night? When you make a change in your eating, whether it's your attitude, the content, or the environment, it has an effect on your inner world. These changes in the mind and the inner condition of the body, but the inner condition of your whole system, this can alter your sense of connection to your spiritual self. And when you take up a yoga practice for the purpose of caring for your inner world, it's made much easier by the changes in your eating that you would make toward Ayurveda. Everything is connected, and as a result, everything is affected by everything else. Over time, the yoga practices make it easier to stay with and to embark on more change more easily. And then that creates an upward spiral in life. It's important to remember that all of this is about living life to the fullest in your chosen way. And hear this. It's imperfect every step of the way. Reflect on that for just a moment. Nothing is perfect. We're either flowing with life and making the best of each step, or we're in resistance and making it difficult and struggling. I hear that word struggle a lot these days. It's good that we're recognizing what's happening in our lives, the awareness. But that's just the first step. And the next steps are the real key. 
So in this imperfect world, we have an imperfect journey. We're all human beings with our own unique tendencies and struggles. And our own unique healing journeys, our revelations and our breakthroughs. The important thing is to begin right where you are, to accept yourself in your imperfection, perfectly imperfect. Perhaps it's a case of letting go of the ideals that you're holding to create space for your current self to, to shine through, to spread your wings. And this last step is what makes a huge difference in life. And this is what the practices of Ayurveda and yoga are for. So that we can step into the imperfect perfection of life. Going with the flow and letting go step by step. Truly nourishing your body, your mind, and spirit with balanced eating is a great place to start if this is all new for you. And if you've been around it for a while, tuning and keeping consciousness in it is important. We're meant to be continually discovering and adapting. I'm learning new things every day. Learn new things about myself, learn new things about life. When we look at our lives holistically as an expression of nature, an expression of nature, it's really a continuous, beautiful journey. The activities of life can be fun and fulfilling. When we're able to approach it with a sense of self, a sense of purpose and adaptability, going with the flow. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipula's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halipule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.